Hi, my name is Dr. Keith McLaughlin. I am your host. This is the Limitless Life Podcast. I want to thank you so much for, of course, tuning into us and enjoying this free healing information as we document my healing journey as well as my journey of helping other clients heal. Ultimately, I hope you take this back to your life and you really level up to your limitless life. Enjoy. And as a reminder, as always, nothing that's said on this podcast is a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always make sure to seek out the proper physician or healthcare practitioner for care. So the next topic I wanted to dive into is self-sacrifice. Oftentimes I started seeing this when I was in school with a lot of practitioners and I noticed it's something that uh, we as humans just naturally do as habit. Um, I don't know if it's a societally developed thing, but uh, I want to bring some consciousness around it. So what I'm talking about is self-sacrifice is essentially when we move to a place of service and we overdo it. Um, we essentially are over-serving or we're serving to a point where we're taking off or you know, a bite of ourself or we're using up too much of ourself uh, in the service. Oftentimes I'll say don't, don't serve from a, like a full cup, serve from an overfilling cup. Serve from a place where you're so overabundant, it doesn't really matter what happens with the service, whether the person takes your gifts or not, or whatever happens on the back end. And so that's why oftentimes I'll say, hey, serve from an overflowing cup. And so then the question becomes, how do I develop an overflowing cup? Right? Oftentimes when we think about service, we often think of it as a goodwilled thing. Uh, so it's like, oh, of course, if you're serving somebody, that's absolutely awesome. And we don't really think about the concept of could serving someone be actually bad? And it's not in the sense of the act of service is bad, but in the act of service, we start draining ourselves. And then in doing so, now we show up maybe angrily. We don't show up as our full self. We don't show up in the best act of service, right? And in the process, we actually are doing our best that we could be. So it's kind of this uh, elusive thing where it's like if we go in and then we overserve, now it's causing us a problem where now we're not showing up as our best and now we can't show up in a good act of service. So really what I wanted to dedicate this episode to was a lot of interception on where in areas of your life are you putting in service or doing acts of service uh, and are you overserving? right? Are you straining yourself in the process? There's this like conceptualization of, and I, I think a good idea to like put it into perspective is thinking of like the martyr is ultimately it's like, if you show up as a martyr, it's like you're, you're just self-destructive in the process of trying to serve others. And I'm not like boo-booing that, like saying that that's a bad thing. It's just have some consciousness around in what places or acts of service are you actually denying yourself in the process and so I want to want to want you to think about this is the actual opposite is what if the greatest act of selflessness is an act of selfishness is if we can ultimately show ourselves grace and take care of ourselves we're able to show up better for others. And so ultimately you have control over you and you can't control other people's actions. Of course, you can influence them, but you can't control other people's actions. 
and you can control your own. So it's kind of like maintain your own home, right? It's like, it's kind of your job to keep it tidy and keep your room tidy and make sure everything's in working order. So it's oftentimes important to use that word that people often shy away from, making sure to say no and checking in with self and then taking care of self before we go into this act of selflessness. Another thing I want you to consider is looking at the act of service as a method of avoidance. This is something that I am very flawed in and I've been blessed with friends to help me check in with this. And my biggest advice is to utilize this process now that you're maybe you're getting awareness for the first time or maybe you're getting reminded of this type of stuff, but have a process of checking in where it's like when you go to do an act of service or when you step out of your comfort zone or you're utilizing yourself a little bit more for somebody else, for um, somebody else's benefit, just do a double check-in where it's just like, am I sure I have the capacity to do this? Do I need to check in with myself? Is there something else I need to do? Or is it actually a no and I don't have time for this? Or is it actually a yes? It's totally, I have the capacity to do this. My cup is overflowing or overflowing and I have the capacity to do this. So I advise you start utilizing the check-in. The reason I bring this up is because it's it's been very huge in the last two, three years for me is I've definitely overserved where I was so obsessed about service, service, service that I actually started to overserve and then I would get um, underlyingly frustrated or angry or ticked off with people. And it's because I started holding expectations of wanting something back um, unconsciously or subconsciously kind of in the background. And so that started developing me kind of having low-grade anger towards people for who didn't deserve it. It was my own choice to act, and I overserved and overstepped my bounds with myself, and that led me to blame others or put that onto others. And so the, the reason I'm speaking to this is because it's something that's very much present in my own life, and I've developed the different skill sets to get a lot better at uh, handling it in a different way. And I'm still working on it. It's still still quite a process. And so keep keep in mind and check in with yourself of if you're avoiding something in the process of service. This is something that I will often do. It's kind of like when we go to work to try to avoid you know, paying attention to like rough feelings or rough emotions that we don't want to pay attention to. So we just start working and moving so we can't think about it. Or we, you know, um, maybe mindlessly watch TV or do different things to try to like avoid actually thinking or being present with what is actually real. And so oftentimes we can utilize, and this doesn't just go for the act of service, we can utilize a good habit or behavior to avoid what is true for us. And so I'm using act of service um, in this example, but of course it can be different things. And it's like, as I'm going to help somebody else, I feel good because I'm like, oh, I'm doing something good. And from the outside, typically people would look at that and be like, oh yeah, of course that was a good thing that person did. Unrecognizably on the underside, what you're actually doing is you're avoiding something that you actually should be doing or you know you need to be working on or different types of things like that. So it kind of makes us feel better to, you know, try to go after something and kind of fill the space, but it doesn't actually get us moving. We're just kind of spinning our wheels. And so that's why I'm partially bringing light to this is because I I don't want you to make that same mistake that I have made in that same exact way. Another interesting thing to view is looking at your ego. Now, oftentimes our first 
gut reaction is to kind of reject the ego. And keep in mind that there is an importance to the ego. The ego is a part of you. And if you reject it or deny it, you're denying an aspect of yourself and you can't full up, show up in your wholeness, right? And especially if, you know, I'm out here talking about holistic health, right? Holo meaning whole is I want the totality of you to show up. So if we, you know, step in and our ego is saying, well, you know, you should serve. You should be of service. You should step in and do this, da 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 you know, type of thing. And maybe, I mean, you easily could argue that that's not the ego or the ego is saying, hey, you should serve yourself or whatever reason, whatever side you're looking at, check in with the ego and see where the ego is at and if there's something that's not being acknowledged. Oftentimes when we don't have the capacity to serve, it's because there's something that is deeper that we haven't healed yet or worked on. So first off, the start of the process, typically some signs, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the signs that show up, but what we need to do is start off with acknowledgement. We don't always start there. Sometimes we're already ready to make the change and we're ready for transformation and we just need to take the energy and go. And oftentimes what I've found in my office is that it starts with acknowledgement is we got to acknowledge what's actually present because if there's not a problem, then nothing changes, right? It's like, if you don't have awareness of what's actually wrong, oftentimes I'll use the example or analogy. It's like, if you're an alcoholic and you don't accept the fact that you're an alcoholic, there's nothing to fix, right? So then there is no process that can occur, no change that can occur with that person if they don't recognize, oh, I overdrink. But if they do recognize that, hey, I think I'm drinking too much and then realize that they might be avoiding something or there's something else going on that's deeper there, they start off just by acknowledging that. That's the kind of the first step in that process. And same thing here. It's not about necessarily changing it right off the bat, although sometimes when we do acknowledge, we move right into the changing phase really quickly um, and just be aware of where you're at. Uh, start off with just acknowledging what is present in your awareness. And then from there, have some time to actually look at it, get a good lens on it and see how did you want it to go differently? How did you want it to move about differently? And I do this all the time, especially when I have this type of thing come up where it's like I'm over serving or different types of things like that is I'll typically check in with myself. And if I do over serve, I check in, and I say, how did I want that occur differently? Did I want to say no up front? Did I let that go too long and gave too much of my time? Did I serve too much or um, put too much effort in or didn't check in when I was getting drained and say, hey, I'm, I'm done or I'm finished or that type of thing? And so checking in with the ego and seeing what's actually going on with my ego and where is it going and where is it tracking allows us to recognize and acknowledge more closely where we're at. Maybe we're expecting some type of kickback or payback from an act of service. And that's, that's very oftentimes it's naturally, I mean, it's natural to want to thank you or um, want some form of appreciation, especially if we're overextending ourselves, uh, whether it be for a friend, whether it be maybe community service or different types of things like that. And then check in and see, like, why am I expecting a kickback? Like, what part of me is wanting acknowledgement? What part of me is wanting appreciation? What part of me, all that type of stuff, right? And so usually the signs of us kind of going back to like that maybe egoic part of us that something needs to be acknowledged is oftentimes we'll move into polarization. Uh, we'll be start looking for things to fix or we'll get kind of locked in or frustrated with our consistent patterns. Uh, those typically will be how it shows up. 
Um, and I'm referring to stage one, two, and three in regards to network. Uh, stage one, typically you won't even be aware of it. It will just, everything just feels like it sucks and you don't even know what's wrong with you. Stage two, typically you'll kind of move into polarization. So what happens is you'll start polarizing your reality. You'll see things as, oh, it's good that I'm serving. It's bad if I'm, if I'm selfish. And that's like your whole reality is it gets locked into two dimensions and there's nothing more. There's not more sides of you or more aspects of you, and you can't acknowledge the different aspects of you that show up, and they can't be both held there um, in space at the same time. It's almost like you can only be one or the other. And it's completely possible to have two aspects of yourself that are dichotomized and still be present with both of them. Uh, This is a really recent new concept in the last year that I've been introduced to, and it, it really changes things up of knowing that you're a human being that can have mixed emotions and kind of want two things or two outcomes at the same time. That's actually more often common than we think about. And it's very different when we start acknowledging and accepting those aspects of ourselves showing up and present it to those that are close to us and saying, hey, I want this outcome and I feel selfish and I want this outcome too. I want something for myself and I want to serve you at the same time. So having awareness of those two can allow you to be more open and be a lot better in a relational space as well. Another aspect of the that typically comes along with the polarization is we start going into fix it mode. We're trying to like look to see what's wrong and what's what's not going okay and what's wrong with me and what's the fix and who has the fix, who's to blame. We start playing like hero villain type of game where we we start going kind of blame it game a little bit. And that's also a sign that you're kind of running into that polarization and there might be something that you need to acknowledge on the underside. And typically it's a side of ourself that we need to actually acknowledge. There's like two sides of ourself, one that we're showing up as that we'd rather be all the time. And then another side that we'd like to block in the closet and never look at. The other aspect that might show up, that's a sign of us basically needing to kind of step back or step back and we're not as energized as we wish to be is typically shows up in frustration or anger. And this often shows up in a way where we either feel stuck or we just feel extremely aggravated or pissed off. And that's typically how it will show up. Uh, what we need to do, again, is the same process, and this is typically where people get hung up, is you actually need to acknowledge the anger acknowledge the stuckness. And so these are all kind of warning signs that I've used for myself that uh, I need to actually step back and check in with myself. Uh, especially the blame it or fix it mode. Um, I found that one to be extremely helpful to let me know that like, I'm not in a place to serve right now. Like I need to check in with myself and make sure everything's okay. And I need to either do work on myself or go seek out a practitioner or whatever, um, type of process I need to go through or whatever I feel is intuitionally or matching my current experience. That is the most logical next step for me. One final thing I wanted to speak to is getting used to saying, Yes and no. It ultimately, and also saying maybes too. It's, these are really huge things that oftentimes I feel, especially for myself, I want to speak to my own experience, and I've seen it in others before too, is not being comfortable with saying no to other people. Is oftentimes when we see like the opportunity for a selfless act, we kind of jump at the opportunity to say yes because we kind of have this expectation ourselves is like, oh, I'm not a good person if I don't say yes, right? And 
getting used to saying no more often and picking yourself, even if it's just for a test or having a friend to test it out with where you can get used to like saying no to them where they, I mean, you could literally play a game where they make requests and you just say no (laughs) to all their requests, right? Just get familiar with how it feels to say no. There's also another aspect of this is oftentimes we get caught in that polarization, just like I was talking about. We feel pressured to say yes or no, give the person an answer, yes and no. And don't be scared to give a non-answer, which is, hey, I don't know the answer to this question yet. Let me get back to you. I'm kind of mixed. I'm leaning towards this one, but I'm kind of mixed on this. And I found this to be much more conducive and relieving for me when I show up in relational spaces where I'm like, I don't know if I want to say yes to that. And I don't know if I want to say no to it. And so sometimes I'll just present flat out my experience. I'll say, hey, here's the two sides of me that are showing up is one, I want to help you out because uh, you're my friend and I enjoy you and I want to serve you. And right now the part of me that's saying no is craving some time for myself and I'm realizing that I overextended working this week or whatever it is or whatever type of experience that I'm having. And so just showing up with that instead of saying yes or no or getting caught in that polarization and having to state a yes or no in these types of situations. But I do advise getting used to saying no more often and also double checking with in with yourself. Another aspect of that is just slow down. If someone asks you uh, to do something or asks you for help or asks you, just slow down, take a breath, reassess, don't go to gut reaction with it, right? Take a breath to actually see, is this actually a true yes or is this actually a true no? Oftentimes I've made the mistake, and this is why I was talking about before of just asking twice, is my gut reaction to typically when people ask for help is saying yes. Because I get excited to serve, like serving is such a great passion for me that I get really excited to say yes to things. And oftentimes I'll start saying yes to things that uh, overextend myself or I shouldn't be meddling in. And so that is something where it's just like a huge capacity for me to just slow down and then check in and see if it's actually a yes or actually a no and seeing what it is. Anyways, I hope this episode give you a lot more clarity and focus and uh, give you a little bit more consciousness around over-serving or maybe you're under-serving. Maybe you're saying no to way too many things. But I hope there's a lot more consciousness around how you're showing up with your energy and where you're utilizing it. And of course, at the end of the day, we always want to be serving more and have a greater impact on the world. So sometimes the fastest way to that is actually serving ourselves a little bit first before we serve others. Anyways, hope you have a fantastic day. Stay limitless. Thank you so much for listening to the Limitless Life podcast. Always remember to follow if you're not doing so. And make sure to share with people that you think that might benefit. As always, make sure to either send us a comment, give us some feedback, let us know if there is some topic that you want us to hop into. And as always, if you're looking for a healing practitioner out here in Tucson, Arizona, my name is Dr. Keith McLaughlin with Limitless Chiropractic, and you can schedule a free consult online at www.limitlesschiropractic.org. Of course, just hop on the website, click schedule now, and follow the steps. And I will see you soon.